You are listening to Insurance Talk with Cherie Martinen and Rex Lasser. We're the father-daughter team from Bancorp Insurance, located in beautiful Central Oregon. Bancorp Insurance is a family-run independent insurance agency. We specialize in helping our neighbors here in Central Oregon with their home and auto, as well as companies and businesses throughout the Pacific Northwest. And we also like to help with Medicare and health insurance. But today, we've got a special story about employee liability. Rex, I'm going to let you tell this story because this actually happened to you not that long ago. This is new. A lot of um, businesses buy a coverage called Employment Related Practices Liability. Oh, and we shorten it, though. What do we yeah, shorten it to? E- EPLI. EPLI. Yeah, if you're in the insurance business and you mention the initials, well, you get it. You know, it's. But we're going to call it Employment Practices Liability Insurance for everybody here. Because but, but if you're like, what the heck is that? Do I have that? And you go and you see a little thing that says EPLI, then you're good. You then got you're it. good. If you don't have it, well, then, and you have employees, then we probably should talk. Because this... This line of business is getting more and more attention, especially during the pandemic, because there was a lot of layoffs. There was a lot lot of things where employers were trying to keep their employees as much as they could, but then they couldn't Um, because maybe they couldn't be open or they couldn't have employees at the office or whatever it is. And when an employee gets laid off, that's when they start thinking about all the things that they were pissed off at the employer for doing. Like not having coffee or donuts on well, Fridays. That's probably not <laughs> one of them. No. Um, but it could be things like just having a toxic workplace. You could be accused of that, even if everybody's um, hugs and kisses in the place. Um, if it could have a sexual harassment claim if they're, everybody's you know, really nice and friendly and so on. And they, you know, somebody touches somebody inappropriately or someone perceives that or even makes a innuendo. There can be all kinds of situations where an employee will uh, interact with other employees or management and even third parties where the employee feels that the management did not protect them from that situation and it causes them emotional harm. I think uh, like a good example is that is like the delivery guy. Like, yeah. you know, like the front desk person has yeah. to deal with that delivery guy. And if that delivery guy is unsavory, that could. Yeah. If, yeah. If the delivery guy comes in, you know, every day and makes a pass at your, at one of your employees, if that employee comes to you and says, hey, this guy's doing that. And you tell them to buck it up and, you know, you know, blah, 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 or something like that. Then you're opening yourself up for a lawsuit. What you have to do is you have to talk to the delivery guy next time he's in, tell him that that's inappropriate and it won't be stand. And stood then you have to document it in paper. And then in you the have employee to file. in the employee file. <laughs> then if it happens again, then you have to take it to the employer of the delivery guy and you know ask that it be stopped then. And if then if it doesn't, then basically that employee that you're working with will, will only have to deal with you. And the delivery guy will have to come in and talk to you because we cannot have someone a situation like that if the vendor won't take care of it, and they typically do. You mentioned this earlier in another podcast, but it could be somebody that's not even an employee. Yes. Like, like you could yeah, do could. an interview with someone or talk to them um, on the phone, and then if you don't call them back because... You know, it didn't work out, or maybe you're not hiring anymore. We we actually had a case where someone brought an EPLI case against an employer because they didn't get the job. They they, they described it as failure to hire. And the reason was is this individual allegedly had a disability, and people with disabilities, you know, you have to give them special consideration for, for hiring. And the this was a particularly egregious case because the company ended up not filling a position. They didn't hire anybody. 
So it's impossible to prove a negative. But if you don't hire somebody, and then you can't be accused of not hiring somebody because someone had a disability. But the the case went down where the the attorney sent the letter and the the attorney for the um, for the employer got back to him and says you got a terrible case and the guy goes yeah I do so we'll tell you what we'll do we'll we'll settle for five thousand dollars if you settle within five days as opposed to ten thousand dollars so basically it was a shakedown and that can happen more than likely what happens is is people sue because of a hostile workplace they sue because of you know sexual harassment they sue because Somebody picked on them uh, because the manager wasn't um, very friendly, whatever they can think of. And this happens more when there's more layoffs. And in the pandemic, we've had more layoffs. So it's, it's been a little bit of a, of a challenge. And the, the price of this kind of insurance is going up, but it becomes more and more necessary as, as people learn that they can do this and they can get more money. The, the case that I wanted to bring to everybody's attention this time was a situation where an employer got a bully complaint. Bully is the Oregon State Bureau of Labor and Industries. And if an employee's got a problem with an employer, they can write a complaint and send it into the state of Oregon. And the state of Oregon will listen to what the employee has to say. They will send you a letter and ask you, as the employer, what you have to say. And you have 30 days to get back to them and write them a you know, a nice letter and and so on, and to explain what's going on. In this case, the um, bully surprised everybody and basically came back neutral on whether the employee had a complaint or not. That was enough for the employee to basically launch the lawsuit. Well, the employer did have employment-related practices insurance, and he turned the claim in once the lawsuit arrived. But the insurance company refused to defend him because when the bully complaint came in, he did not advise them of it. There's a clause in the policy that says if you, if you have a claim, that you have to turn it into the, um, the company right away, and you can't attempt to defend it yourself. It's kind of nebulous as to whether or not a bully complaint is a claim, and it really isn't. It's a complaint. But the insurance company felt that because it was a, a complaint that they should have been advised of it so that they could participate in the defense of the bully complaint to help prevent the lawsuit. So anybody out there who's listening that they have employment-related practices, they have a bully complaint, tell your EPLI company. It doesn't hurt. You know, it's an email. Yeah. You know, like a quick email. Hey, yeah. we, we got a, a bully complaint. Um, I'm forwarding it to you. This yeah. is what's going on. Um, this is how I'm going to respond. Well, or, and, and they, you know, or how do you want or me to respond? Do you, do you or how do you want me, me to, to respond? respond? Yeah. Do they want to bring in an attorney? Do they want to just have you respond? And, uh, and it might be a quick conversation on the phone. They might call yeah. you up and say like, hey, I got this bully document. Okay, let's mm. talk about it. What's going on? Yep. If you do get a bully complaint, any employer, if it's a bully complaint, take these seriously. Take them very seriously. Really research your answers. I know we had one from an employee a while back, and we actually brought it to an attorney and said, okay, this is what the person is alleging. It's all, it's all nonsense. Most bully complaints, by the way, are nonsense. I don't know what the percentage is that, that actually go in the favor of the employee, but it's not a but high percentage. You have to remember, so the employee can put the complaint in, and then the employer is in charge of providing documentation of 
those claims not being true. So the employee doesn't have to show any documentation, mm-hmm. but the employer does. It's kind of one of those tricky. Yeah. Yeah. You have a you have a sit down with a, an employee who's not performing well. Don't just have a conversation. Don't stop them in the in the hallway or stop them you know in the aisle or or just pull them in, into your office for a quick you know. Knock that off. That kind delivery of. guy that, yeah. you know, the boss yeah. going, hey, knock that yeah. off. Don't yeah. get yeah. on that pretty girl yeah. like, that you're delivering you got, to. You, you, need to, you need to pull the employee file out and, and document it. And write a, write a note, put it in the file. If you have a, a question, if you have an issue with an employee and you want them to improve their performance, you're going to type up a little document saying, here's, um, we've had a conversation. Um, I'm asking you to, pr- to improve your performance or change your attitude or whatever, you know, we need to have you do. Then you need to document that and put it in an employee's file. And you need to keep that forever because you need to be able to show that if you had to lay somebody off for cause, that you actually gave them a chance to improve their work. Because surprise, surprise, people will turn in bully complaints that are one big, long, continuous lie. And you as the employer have to prove them wrong. And it's really, really hard to prove that. So, And I think that's why the company was like, hey, we needed to know about this right from the beginning. Right. And they do have special teams of lawyers that their entire job is defending their clients to make sure that they win the lawsuits because the insurance company doesn't want to pay for it either. There are law firms that that's all they do is is handle employment-related practices uh, claims. There are literally people who do, that's how they make their living day in, day out, suing businesses for employees. There's a, there's a whole other set of law firms out there who do nothing but defend employers from the guys who are suing them. And, and this is, a, this is a, a, a big, complicated dance, and it's getting to be a bigger dance all the time. You know, 30 years ago, when I got into the, when I bought Bancorp Insurance, we actually almost never sold this product. Because no one ever got sued. And now we sell it all the time. It is a very important coverage that needs to be part of... It part means of your package. You buy workers' comp, you also buy... Employment-related practices. Yeah. And if you don't have it and you have employees, it's a good time to look talk. at it now. Yep. And we're <laughs> happy to talk to you about it. So, so give us a call if you have any questions. 1-800-452-6826. Again, this is Cherie Martinen and Rex Lisser from Bancorp Insurance. We're located in beautiful downtown Lapine, Oregon. We help people from all over the Pacific Northwest. So, Rex, you could help someone all the way up in Washington with EPLI. Washington, California, Nevada, Idaho, Montana, Utah. All the pretty states. No, I'm just kidding. It's all the pretty states. (laughs) Wyoming, um, Arizona, uh, Nevada. Nevada is pretty in its own way. It is. It can be. It can be pretty. Yes, it is. Again, give us a call, 1-800-452-6826. Or if you have more questions on this, you can always reach out to us at our email, which is bancorp at bancorpinsurance.com.